Welcome to Hot Garbage. I'm your host, Tyler, which is very weird to say. But uh, Laura and Stephanie both decided to leave me this week. So I brought in the help of my amazing, awesome, badass, extremely awesome (laughs) friend, Robin. Hello. And uh, we decided to do something different because I wasn't going to make her sit there and watch every single show that (laughs) we talk about. So we're just going to talk about a bachelor in paradise today which you've never seen before right never in my life this was an experience <laughs> i can't wait to talk about it so you uh you've never really listened to the show before because you don't love me or support anything i do but that's fine this is true i don't <laughs> even go to his shows yeah i i can't let my ego get too big so we normally do a thing called a it's either fucking share time or motherfucking share time whichever way you want to say it <laughs> but uh it, you can just share something with everybody. Like it can be something you're watching. Oh or... God, is this like the things they do at work where it's just like, tell us a little about yourself. No, it, Two I, truths it, and a lie. No, <laughs> it's it can just be anything. It could be like just a random thing you learned this week. It could be something about what you're watching. It Like you could just literally say anything. Mm, so I just watched for the very first time Rose Red. Uh-huh. Um, it's a show from 2000, early 2000s, uh, based off a Stephen King book. Never seen it before, but it has that girl from Halloween Town. We were just talking about this a couple weeks ago. Really? Oh, that's so funny. Uh, (laughs) Like Stephanie and Laura both remembered it and I'd, I'd never heard of it before, but like apparently it was just kind of hard to find for like years. Yeah, they just put it on Hulu. Nice. But like side note for everyone, when I say I don't support a lot of Tyler's stuff, I like literally have never even listened to this podcast. I think I tried <laughs> listening to episode one and then got not even halfway through and I had to stop because I was at work. But so I have no idea what this podcast is about. Yeah, no, you're you're fine. Like I said, I need someone to keep my ego in check and that's what you're there for. So mm-hmm. that's why I love you. So I do my job. <laughs> Uh, anything else about Rose Red or anything like that? Oh, so the girl who played Marnie from Halloween Town, mm-hmm. she plays Annie, who's like this telekinetic badass, but she's autistic. And let me tell you, the representation for autistic people in the early aughts was not great. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> But it was overall pretty good. It made me want to read the book. I don't like reading Stephen King's because he takes about 20 chapters just to get through like a dude sitting under a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. a fan of that. I read Carrie and that, that was a fucking haul. <laughs> See, and Carrie's like my favorite movie and I will not read the book because Stephen King's just learned to get to the point. Yeah. No, movie's incredible, but the book just so fucking boring. I'm an instant gratification person. So. Same. That's why I also won't read like uh, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Cause... So I'm actually reading Lord of the Rings. And when I say I'm reading it, I've been reading it for since the summer. <laughs> and I've made it through one book. I mean, that's still more than I did. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really like it, though. And I think I actually started reading it because Laura on Facebook 
was talking about how great the books were and there was like details left out uh, specifically about like tom bombadil yeah and so it made me want to get the books and then i found all three of them at half price for really cheap and so i was like i'm gonna read them every morning on the weekend while i'm drinking coffee and slowly that stopped yeah (laughs) i think was it i think it was like middle school like my brother had the hobbit and so, like, I just picked that up once, and I was, like, trying to read it. And I, oh, I have it over there on the bookshelf. I think I maybe made it, like, five pages. <laughs> See, I was reading, like, trauma stuff in middle school, like, Go Ask Alice. You know, the really cheesy stuff that's supposed to, like, stay away from drugs? Yeah. I was reading all that. Oh. Uh, so I never picked up Lord of the Rings. And mostly because my older brother wasn't, like, Lord of the Rings nerd. He yeah. was Dragon Ball Z nerd. That's the thing. Like, my... <laughs> my brother wasn't really Lord of the Rings nerd either. He just, he bought The Hobbit for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what this is about, but it looks fun. <laughs> like, he he knew what it was. He just, he bought The Hobbit. I don't even think he ever read it. And so, like, I just picked it up and I was it's, just like, this sucks. It's doing what my book's currently doing right now, just collecting butt dust because I've never read it either. Yeah. And then I rented The uh, Fellowship of the Ring from uh, the library and it was the same thing i maybe got like a little bit farther in that one but i'm just like i get the shire's pretty i don't care (laughs) like let's you know get on with the actual story shout out to public libraries yeah help them get a library card uh anything else um wow that was a tangent wasn't it i mean that's that's usually how it goes um (laughs) i now respond to being called mama without hesitation and i have no children of my own so. love that i'm embracing it you want to put some context into that so oh yeah <laughs> so i work with children ages six weeks to five years old currently in a classroom with children that are 15 months to 24 months so a year to two years old for people who don't like breaking things down in months <laughs> me i used to be like that and then i started working with this age group and there's a vast difference between 18 months and 12 months. Yeah. And so like, it's really important like developmentally if you're in a classroom that they're all separated by like months. Makes sense. But that's my age group. And one of my children has trauma bonded with me and I love him dearly. He is the tiniest one in the classroom, but he is the biggest bully. (laughs) And he only knows how to say one word and it's mama. And so his mom is mama and I am mama because I'm his teacher. The other teacher, he just now started calling mama because he warmed up to her. So we moved from the baby classroom to the older classroom and we do continuity of care, which means the teachers stay with their children as they age up. Yeah. So I moved with some of my children up to the bigger room and he would not let me out of his sight (laughs) because we were trauma bonded. He knew no one in this classroom but me. And then another child bumped into him and he was devastated. Poor kid. <laughs> I know. He's he's the bully. Other people don't hurt him. I was indisposed, changing another child. And he looked up for me, and there's a door separating us. And he's just to me, he's like, Mama, Mama. And I was like, I see, you're okay. And like the other teacher's trying to tell him, like, you're fine. It was an accident. He's completely <laughs> ignoring her. And it's just like, Mama. And I was like, I know you want to run up to me and tattle. And then he started gibberish talking. And I was like, he really was trying to tattle. And <laughs> yeah, so now that's my work child. Love that for the both of you. It's a growth experience. We both needed it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad y'all both got that. <laughs> I'm never having children now, though. Yeah. 
you have I mean you have plenty right there so I don't think you need any of your own <laughs> uh, I cannot go home to that that's way too much emotional attachment too it's a lot of energy yeah I can't that vibe coming home to that yeah oh no. going from like a whole group of rowdy kids to like one rowdy kid that's only focused on you <laughs> I can't even handle my little sister she's nine <sighs> yeah she's too awake in the morning yeah how are you gonna talk to me about Roblox at 7 a.m I haven't even finished coffee <laughs> That's why I love uh, my niece and my nephew. Like they're, they're like me. Like they, they're not morning people at all, and I love them for that. <laughs> so my little sister isn't either. But once she's up, like that's it. So one time, my little brother OJ had to help me get her out of bed. I was being nice and was just like tapping her and was like, "It's time to wake up, Lily." <laughs> and OJ heard me struggling, and this child just comes out of his room and he's like you're doing it wrong and he throws the blankets off her grabs her by her legs and yanks her out of bed and stands her up she wakes up and it's just like okay time to go and just starts walking off to get ready and i was like i would have thrown hands with someone if they woke me up like that yeah that's 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 not the way to do it apparently for lily it was if it works it works but someone's someone's getting hands if uh if they do that to me. <laughs> I did. I I woke up OJ pretty badly a couple months later after that. He got karma. <laughs> Good. So for mine, is it's actually a question I think I messaged you a couple of days ago that you just kind of ignored because, again, you don't love or support me in any way. <laughs> in my defense, I don't have my phone on me during the day. Okay, sure. Children require 24-7. I think I did in the middle of the night. But. I'm asleep, fool. I wake up at six in the morning. Well, you could have answered it in the morning. <laughs> no, I, my cat. He, he requires my attention then. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, have you seen uh, The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix? I thought I answered that. You did not. <laughs> I started watching it. Um, so good. <laughs> I stopped at the tail tail heart Ooh. episode. So you're like halfway through it. Then. Yeah, I'm halfway through. I saw all the monkeys. Um <laughs> But I saw the title and immediately was like, I know this story. <laughs> so we're going to wait till the weekend when I can finish all of it. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's so fucking good. Like for those of you listening who haven't heard of it, it's an eight episode miniseries on Netflix made from the same people who made like uh, Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, uh, Midnight Mass, which... If there's anybody that I feel is like doing horror right as someone who's not really a horror fan, like it's Mike Flanagan and these guys. Yes, he's married to one of the actresses. Yeah. Um, she plays. The sister. Yeah. yeah, the one. The blonde one. Yeah, I was going to say what happened to her, but I was like, yeah. what, if, <laughs> Let, what if they've never seen it? Yeah, let's. We try to keep. I try to keep it spoiler free. Some of the other people, but. I spoil everything <laughs> and I spoil it for you, but I feel like you just take it in stride. Yeah, but I don't know about other people. They might not take I, it in stride. After a point, it's it's my own fault. Like I think the only thing I really like got mad at you for was uh, oh, I know which one, <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> on yeah, the dead. <laughs> complete accident. <laughs> just wake up one morning, Snapchat from Robin, just picture of her face saying, "Can't believe they killed Glenn." <laughs> I'm like, cool, thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I just feel like I watched it. Everyone else must have too. <laughs> Sure didn't. <laughs> I'm Aries. Everything revolves around me. Some of us don't have cable. <laughs> I don't either. I watched it at my grandparents' house. Yeah, I I didn't have cable at the time. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
That's the only thing I got mad at you for, I think. Everything else, I'm like, well, that's on me. So <laughs> You're my friend at this point, yeah, and we both know you can't put in the effort to make new ones. Exactly. It's too late. We're just... Too deep in this. Yep. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what it oh, yeah. So, anyways, eight-episode miniseries on Netflix. <laughs> uh, the Fall of the House of Usher is, of course, like an Edgar Allan Poe story, and it kind of dives into that story. I feel like they mostly just kind of took the name for it, just to have like yeah the, the concept of <laughs> yeah. the family but um each episode is based off of another edgar Allan poe story like they have uh the black cat gold bug tail tall heart yeah tail tall heart uh the pit and the pendulum one is one it's like one of the like the last episodes so you haven't seen it yet. and so there's a poem they actually keep reciting throughout all the episodes Mm -hmm. and it's one of edgar allen's poems i think it's lenora Lenora? uh well there's two of them actually they do annabelle lee there you go yes and then they do uh the raven i can't remember but i (laughs) i only recognize it because i have edgar allen poe's complete works because i was that kind of emo in high school same. <laughs> um, it's over there on my shelf still, actually. But yes. I remember really liking that poem and like cutting it out and putting it on my wall. Yeah. And so when I heard it, I was like, why does this sound familiar? And I was like, oh, duh, it's Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it starts off with like some of the Raven, like the uh, Once Upon a Midnight Dreary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I know that part's the Raven. And it I was, think it's all like the flashbacks that they do Annabelle Lee because his wife's name. Well, it was... The poem I recognized was what they use for the eulogy. So people die in this. Just yeah. heads up. Heads up with that. <laughs> Everybody dies. <laughs> um, but it's like one of the eulogies that they use, the okay. funerals. And so like when he was saying it, I was like, this sounds so familiar. And I, I'm probably saying the name of it wrong. I keep thinking Lenora, but... That, I know Lenora is from The Raven. Like he keeps like, okay. referencing Lenora. Yeah, see, one. I'm not good with titles, but like I can... like remember shit yeah, really well you know the so, words yeah i'm just like i know that's him and i know the words don't ask me what the title is yeah I'm really I, bad with songs too i i couldn't like i mean like you said you know what the poem is from the eulogy like it's Mal. i know what it is oh hi Mal. we have a third guest here <laughs> it's my cat the honorable chairman mal yep please don't push my computer okay thank you he's upset Appreciate he's not it. center of attention yeah <laughs> but um yeah so like i I knew it was an Edgar Allan Poe like poem just because like I mean the guy was rhyming it's kind of hard to ignore <laughs> <laughs> but like I it's just like something also familiar I couldn't think of what it was either though but uh, I mean yeah that's really all I got is just it's a good watch, show yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch Fall of the House of Usher it was something I was excited about since last year when they announced the cast because yeah. it has Rahul Kohli who I fucking love gorgeous man. And Mark Hamill, like those two, I was sold. <laughs> oh yeah, so it took me a second because I was like, "That looks like Mark Hamill," but then he, he talks, and I'm like, "Is that Mark Hamill?" <laughs> and then, have you seen the TikToks where they're like, "So the fall of the House of Usher is not about R&B singer Usher." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been laughing at those nonstop. Uh, my brother commented on like my status about it on Facebook with like a picture of him, and I I forget what he said, but it was something. About Something along those lines. <laughs> just like. So one good spoiler uh, for y'all. It is not about R&B singer Usher. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> Would have been funny if you had a cameo at some part. <laughs> That'd be too easy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. It's Tyler from the future as of 
this recording, but from the past as of when you're listening to this, uh, Stephanie ended up with a share time that she wanted included in the show. So here's uh, Stephanie's share time real quick. Hey guys, so I went to go eat at Vanderpump Paris last night, and um, it was really, really good. The goat cheese balls are amazing. I understand why Stassi has to get them every time. Guys, I had no idea. I had no idea how good these goat cheese balls were. I woke up this morning thinking about them. Like, I should have just gotten, like, I should have just gotten it as a appetizer or as my whole meal. And then the chicken chips were amazing. Oliver was there. He is not cute in person. I don't know why. I like. I thought that he would be cuter in person because like Lala and Raquel were fighting over him, but no, he's not cute. And then it was so amazing. I don't know why Tom Sandoval thought that he could change his chandeliers from there. Um, everything about it was amazing. Lisa Vanderpump knows what she's doing. I, I love her. Like that was such an amazing meal. We had reservations, but if we didn't have reservations, the line was the line was so long, like for people to like get seated. So. I 10 out of 10 recommend I'm at the one in I'm in Vegas uh, and that's my fucking share time. All right. So should we get into uh, your first ever episode of Bachelor in Paradise now? I'm ready. It was chaotic. <laughs> All right. So let's start off with the uh, the intro. <laughs> what did you think of the intro? That was the cheesiest shit I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. Well, the intro like the very very start of it was very much centered around a girl not being able to take a shit so it was pretty much the entirety of the last episode <laughs> and as someone who changes diapers for a living i was over it very fast yeah I was like, so, so were we <laughs> a good part of my day already revolves around other people's shit literally yeah i don't want to hear about it on tv and then i kind of felt so bad for her because like you're gonna google her and it's gonna be like left bachelor of paradise because she couldn't take a shit <laughs> Yeah, she's she's going to have a, a rough time, which apparently, like, that's just kind of something they do is, like, Laura and Stephanie are convinced, like, one, she was never having any kind of, like, problems like that. They're also convinced that uh, the doctor isn't actually a doctor. I mean, I kind of fig- <laughs> I felt that way, too, watching it, because I was like, this doesn't feel doctory, and also, yeah. like, HIPAA, <laughs> confidentiality. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you sign waivers you they could do whatever the fuck they want if he's a doctor (laughs) then he's a questionable doctor yeah which (laughs) i just kind of like googled it like while i was watching the episode because stephanie and laura ended up texting me saying like there's no way this guy's a doctor and stuff like that and so i just googled like dr kelly or whatever his name is bachelor and sure enough pops up it's like according to the world wide web he's an actual doctor have you seen john mulaney's new stand-up yes where he's just like how to find a doctor that'll give you pills and he's like you go to WebMD and do like the reverse with the one with the lowest stars he's like from lowest to highest he's like is this a bad doctor Nay, nay. He's the best doctor. <laughs> that's that's him. Doctor was it Dr. Kelly? I think it's Dr. Kelly. See, that's not even a last name. It's just like John Mulaney's Dr. Michael. That's that's it. <laughs> oh, fuck, what was his wife's wife's name? Oh <laughs> my um, wife is sleeping. <laughs> oh my god. It, it was like a really it sounded like an old timey name yeah, too. Um I forget what it is. Started with a V? That sounds right. I'm going to watch yeah. later and text it to you. Probably say. <laughs> but he never said it like, don't wake her up. He said it as if I did not just kill my wife. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, Kelly James Tenbrick. Tenbrick. Yep. Supposedly a real doctor, according to the World Wide Web. Chief Executive Officer at Tenbrick and Co. <laughs> but he's got the MD, so. You know what? When I was in Belize, they would they said that American doctors who flunk out of American med school go to Belize to get their doctorates <laughs> and that real Belizean doctors actually go to Cuba to get trained as doctors. Smart. <laughs> uh, Cuba has amazing med- yeah. medicine. It yay. wasn't sarcastic smart. Yeah, I was like, like, yay <laughs> communism. But um, I feel like Dr. Kelly went to Belize for his medical experience. Probably. <laughs> Which I mean, I I don't know like what part of Mexico they're in, but I mean, it's close enough. Like it's Depending. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what part they're in. If they're but, in southern Mexico. But yeah, I, I was more referring to the whole like 80s sitcom oh, intro with the theme song. That was <laughs> so cheesy. And like the production quality too. I was like, am I going back in time? I felt like the early aughts reminiscent. Yeah. <laughs> just all of them doing something. and then oh, just, The uh, music kind of reminded me of... Like Rock of Love, like VH1 yeah. love reality TV shows. Like that was the vibe I got. Yeah. I'd and I loved those shows that. mostly because people fought, like fist fight. Yeah. I don't anticipate that happening here. So I mean, it, it might get there. It. I mean, in a, the last season of The Bachelorette, like it, it came pretty close with Braden. <laughs> I can understand anyone wanting to kick his ass. Okay, well, that covers That's another question I had. Dude, dude with scarf, right? <laughs> yeah, scarfs and earrings. Oh, can't stand him. Yeah, no, none of Shirtless us can. Shirtless scarf, scarf on his head, scarf with shirt. Just, first of all, it's not cold. Yeah, <laughs> no reason for it. And secondly, they they look horrible. They're not even good scarves. Yep, not good scarves, not good earrings. It's like scale of one to ten. Ten being Lenny Kravitz scarf. One being this jackass's scarf. Okay, I thought like I thought he was going to be somehow like below the one. <laughs> nah, the bar's on the ground, and he is the bar. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so <laughs> the way they were talking about the whole chick who couldn't take a shit, they they're starting to make it like sound like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. There's no it. way you can take a shit before like 11 a.m. Let's place bets here. <laughs> Countdown. Start the clock. Yeah, but uh, I was honestly expecting a lot more of the uh, the episode to be focused on that. So I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> I also kind of felt bad for her though because this guy was just like going all out of his way, which also super embarrassing as well. You just start talking to someone, you're like, "Hey, I can't take a shit. Let's." Let's put our whole date around this idea of yeah. you cannot take a shit. That would be a red flag for me. Why yeah. are you obsessed with my bowel movements? And then <laughs> second, he liked her so much and then she left and he's just like, okay, time to move on. It's like, I, I understand if you have to go. <laughs> I mean, you love someone, you, you go with them. Yeah. If you really felt that connection, let's explore it in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron S. wants the attention, though, so he's he's definitely not going to... Is that his name? I think it was Aaron S., right? I don't know. I didn't oh, learn God. any of their names, except... Well, not even... It was Scarf Dude. That's Bray- Braylon? Braden. Braden. See, I didn't even One learn his name. One of those stupid name. names, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we went so fucking hard on Braden last season. And then last episode, we were like, oh, you know what? Maybe he's changed. Nope. 
He sure didn't. Not with this episode. You don't give men second chances, Tyler. <laughs> Definitely don't. Okay, yeah, it was Aaron S. Had to make sure. He didn't really, like, that was his thing. And then he, did he even pop up this episode? Like, they were just like, uh, we're going to spotlight you with constipation. He, and... he, <laughs> he was the one towards the end of the episode that becomes a villain that we'll get into later. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So he, he, he was around. <laughs> okay, I just, uh, they all look the same. Yeah, I I liked Sam, but her her storyline got fucked. Like the chick who couldn't take a shit. Yeah, I mean that's that's the like, that's it. Like they just put her down to that one situation. I don't even know what her storyline was before. Yeah, all I know is she couldn't shit. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like I skipped the first episode, so I I'm still kind of getting caught up on a bunch of these people too, and like who's with who. But um. She wasn't like really a, a big part until all of this started. Wow. Happening. Her claim to flame is going to be I couldn't take a shit on live television. Yeah. <laughs> and according to Lauren Stephanie, like that's just something they do. Like I don't even think I ever finished that thought. No. Nope. <laughs> ADD um, kicks our asses. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> they they think that she didn't ever actually have any stomach issues because like she was never like bloated either like she just looked yeah fine. one one girl was like where is she even storing all that shit she's so skinny yeah and then they don't think dr kelly's a real doctor which who knows at this point apparently like the last season of paradise like they planted like a there's a dildo and like something else in like somebody else's bag and somebody found it and then it became like a whole whose thing. dildo is it well i mean they knew they knew who it was because it was in like someone's bag but it's just like so they took someone else's dildo and put it in another person's bag or production just brought a dildo and put it in their bag and then made it become a whole thing (laughs) it's just a dildo yeah but it's something to talk about it's like oh she brought a dildo grow up yeah y'all are there to fuck come on now that's gonna be some very vanilla sex if you don't use toys okay already got your thoughts on Braden. yes Here's someone we can talk about. What are your initial thoughts on uh, John Henry? He was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we we went real hard on him whenever uh, we were going through the list of men for the last season of Bachelor. Because uh, <laughs> like, we were just going by the photos and like the short biography that they give and stuff like that. It's easy to tear <laughs> men down based on photos. Yeah. I, uh, I insinuated that he was at the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah, there's a lot of guys on this show. I would question where they were on January 6th. Yeah. There's just a lot of suspects here. Yeah. We we gave him the nickname MAGA J H. Uh, but do we know he's not MAGA? We don't know he's that. apparently from the South, which I did not pick up, but yeah. apparently everyone else with ears could. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh-huh. um,. What what I say was Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. Yeah. We had to look that up, by the way. Someone yeah. was like, Southern Charm. And I was like, I don't hear any accent. <laughs> Me with a yeehaw accent over here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we were really fucking hard on him. And then first episode, we were like, oh, he's he's really nice. <laughs> like, he's just like this awkward dude. He's, he's really sweet. <laughs> really nice. But then that preview for the next episode, it looks like he might do my girl Olivia wrong. And if that's the case, I don't like him no more. I don't, yeah. I don't stand men as a rule because why? Yeah, no reason to. But I mean, he had hopes. I mean, it seems like the bar set pretty low with this show. Yeah. 
So it's not that hard to be like, wow, he might be nice. <laughs> the bar is literally in hell. So. Yeah. I mean, you, you've only seen him on this episode. We got, I think it was like two episodes from <laughs> The Bachelorette with him before he went home. So one more than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bar's really low. <laughs> uh, speaking of Olivia... I like Olivia. Me too. <laughs> the sec- the I watched the second episode first, like I said, and um, <laughs> as soon as she popped up, she uh, she had some crazy eyes going on, and I can see that. I, I have a thing for the crazy eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we yeah. had a whole discussion on it about, about it on another episode. Uh, Laura and Stephanie don't like her. She seems so nice. <laughs> I liked her because she was so nice to John Henry and kind of like yeah. brought him out of his shell, and I was like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, no. Last couple episodes, she was a, uh, she was kind of on one because uh, that guy Will that I was telling you about, the guy who's just kind of like been wandering the beach for the last three episodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think she she'd picked him, and uh, like they like went on a date and stuff like that, or hitting it off, and then uh, basically like first chance he got, he kind of ditched her and went with somebody else instead. So, so she's she's been kind of on a villain arc. A well-deserved villain arc. Yeah. Something else happened with her. There's something specific that they didn't like. Oh, I was going to say, but... when are we getting to the part where we don't stand her? Yeah. Because she's so nice right now. I, I still do. <laughs> Much to Laura and Stephanie's chagrin, but I don't care. She's hot. She's crazy. Chagrin? into it. Chagrin? Chagrin, yeah. Is that how you say it? Chagrin, yeah. I've been saying that word wrong my whole life. <laughs> this is what happens when you learn big words from books and never have smart people to talk about them with. Well, we had the whole... Uh, the Chichara? Whole, yeah. <laughs> Cicada. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't speak Spanish, in South Texas, everyone calls cicadas as chichadas. That's what they've called. And my entire life, I've seen the word spelled as cicadas, but every time I see that word, I instantly think chichadas. Why? I don't know, but I knew that word meant chichadas. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense. I just, I'd never heard it before you said it, <laughs> and you attacked me immediately. Well, because so you, like, you were like, you were like cicadas, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> I was like 20-something years old when I found out chichadas are actually called cicadas from my whitest friend. No, he's not my whitest friend. He's an honorary Mexican, but yeah, I was, I was saying, I'm like I'm I'm white in appearance, but you're an uh, I don't, Oreo. Yeah, I don't act white. <laughs> I don't know. You got your moments, man. What's it? I say you got your moments. I can't remember. Oh, the eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this old wives' tale: if you're a pregnant woman and there's an eclipse happening, you put a safety pin on your belly, so like you just put it on for your shirt. That way, like, the baby's not born with, like, a cleft palate or anything. Um, not this last eclipse, which, funny enough, just happened. But it was, like, a previous one a couple of years ago. Me yeah. and Tyler were watching the eclipse downtown. And I made a comment about that. And Tyler was just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then we had to go on Facebook and be like, please tell me I'm not the only Mexican. And then there was a lot of people like, oh, that's old school. And then Massey gave you a hard time. He was like, I'm more Mexican than you. And I was like, that's sad. He's not, though. Uh, he's really not. <laughs> the other thing I remember about that eclipse was, like, Oh, my phone. You, yeah, you, you're looking <laughs> at it through the screen. I'm just like thinking like you're using the camera or something. I'm like, I don't see shit. No, I was using the reflection <laughs> from my screen. I was getting so fucking frustrated. I tried it. doing it this time, but it didn't work. And I didn't have the glasses. Yeah. 
Wait, so was there an eclipse in, like, did everyone else in the U.S. see it or was it, like, just specific? Because for it, those of you who don't know, we had a annual. An annular. Annular eclipse. So it's not a total eclipse, but, like. No, it, I believe it was, a. it's, like, different totalities to, like, different yeah. people. I like, know my, my astrology girlies know there was an eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> We're on that. Our apps, everything we know. Yeah. But, like, normal people, I don't know if they know there was an eclipse happening. I mean, I feel like it was kind of, like, everywhere. Like, they they at least knew what happened after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, um, we're getting a total eclipse in April. Hell, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to get some glasses for that then. Same. I didn't get it this time. And yeah. <laughs> I had to do, like, this weird paper trick to see, like, oh, look, it's over the sun. And <laughs> when really I wanted to stare at it and blind myself. But yeah. I listened to Alan Holt. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think, like, the trail like the same trail like we were on like the same amount of totality or whatever like it went from us like diagonally like into like washington and stuff like yeah. that yeah but like it's just oh, kind of so like, laura depiff- didn't get a an eclipse then did she she, she probably got she, like a partial one or I was something like she's like in that. new jersey right yeah yeah i get along with new jersey people so yeah like it's... every every time we go on like i go on those trips mm-hmm. like where the, like the one we met laura yeah i always make friends with the new jersey people and it's completely accidental <laughs> Although I made friends with Laura and Chris, um, Krista because they thought my memes were hilarious, <laughs> and I was like, I know. Yeah, I I feel like it's that uh, like that East Coast like rudeness, but it's not meant like maliciously. Like that's just kind of how they are. Like I feel like we get along. With I, that just really well. the, I just love I just love that they're like not for nothing, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I made another friend from New Jersey during um the quarantine when we're all for like two weeks taking the pandemic seriously. Yeah. And I was like, I live by myself. I need people to talk to. So I went on Facebook and I was like, I'm going to go to these groups I'm in and make some friends. And my friend Bemelton, I made friends with him. Um, they live in New Jersey and we're like joking around with each other. Like what's a stereotypical Texan? And of course, you know, yeehaw, all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I know how to be a stereotypical New Jersey person. And he was like, how? And I was like, I, just, I was like, you just go not for nothing. And I was like, thanks, Kristen. <laughs> he kept saying that during our prog trip. So love that now i know it <laughs> oh uh jesse palmer was like roasting john henry like the second he got there <laughs> like just giving him shit for being nervous and stuff like that i know like, <laughs> i love it take it easy on the boy his hand was all shaking when he opened the envelope <laughs> i felt bad for him we love jesse palmer though like he's that's the host right yeah yeah okay see i don't know any of these people yeah no jesse palmer is amazing like the three episodes or three seasons of like the bachelor bachelorette and stuff that i've seen so far like he's he's incredible <laughs> i think i'm just so used to like host being people who are already famous versus like before when like 90s and like 2000s yeah. these people were not famous they were just like pick like remember mtv like they would just pick random people up off the street Carson and like Daly and all yeah that. and then then they became famous for being hosts yeah i'm not used to that concept anymore but apparently yeah. this host guy you said does cooking shows or something yeah. i don't cook so uh, i don't know like what shows he does or anything i just but Laura's like talked about he it like hosts like those i don't know i don't or know is, what he does but was like, <laughs> is he just famous for being He's a host probably <laughs> He's just, I know he's involved with some kind of like cooking shows and stuff like that. Oh. And there'll be times like you'll get like an episode or two where he's just not there. And we've been saying like, yeah, he's going doing, going to do the shows like he actually enjoys doing. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to be around all these people. There's like one episode last season. They were like somewhere in like the Pacific Northwest area. And he just dressed up as Bigfoot. 
<laughs> it was just like running around and stuff like so, that. <laughs> where does Bigfoot originate from? Because when I went to Minnesota, they were like hardcore on the Bigfoot train. And I was like, is that like Minnesota has Bigfoot? I I don't associate it with Minnesota. I, I didn't either, but I was like looking for gifts for you. And I was like, well, it's Prince. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then they were like, oh, yeah, Bigfoot. And I was like, well, that's not our favorite cryptid. But yeah. I mean, it'll, I mean, it'll do. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I associate them more with like Pacific Northwest, like Oregon, Washington, like Northern California. I don't even think I like associate them with a place i just think it has to be a lot of woods and there's going to be a lot of really random lumberjacks doing these like mating calls because they really <laughs> want to find bigfoot yeah minnesota is like a weird place it is to... beautiful though i'm sure a <laughs> lot of lakes everywhere yeah <laughs> that's the highlight of it really just a lot of lakes <laughs> Braden's brayden's face whenever uh john henry first comes down and like talks to cat for the dates. Yes. Immediately. <laughs> like that, I feel like that's where he made like the switch. <laughs> He's just like. <laughs> Villain era part two. I thought John Henry and Kylie would have been cute. I don't know. I feel like he was like really hard up on her. But then whenever he actually sat and talked to her. She was just kind of like. Well I'll be open to it. But like it was like yeah. there was no sparks. I think he was like just physically attracted to her yeah and then there was like no depth i mean she she was definitely like attracted to him too though because like she was a little upset whenever yeah he went with olivia yeah yeah (laughs) she's like well okay then (laughs) but i I think when olivia and him talked it was like immediate like chemistry and then he sat down with her and was just like okay it's like so there's two different types of messages i get on dating apps like tinder one of them's like hello Hi, how are you? How's your day going? And then the second type is the one where they like say something or you're joking. You just immediately hit it off. You have these inside jokes. You trade banter back and forth. And I felt like that was the in life okay. scenario. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, he did end up uh, picking Olivia. Will still looks so fucking sad. <laughs> oh, the dude that walks the beach sad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i have no face for him i just know who he is because he told me he walks the beach sat i feel like he's like the most unique looking guy there like that's not saying much they all look the same i mean he's got like he's got like a nose piercing and stuff like that he's he's gonna fight it out he's got different earrings yeah (laughs) they're (laughs) they're gonna jewelry fight (laughs) so i don't know if you've ever dated someone with like facial jewelry and you have facial jewelry no. i have <laughs> i have it so you like piercings get caught on each other and you can't yank away because then you fuck up your face for life so as funny as your situation sounds it's very traumatizing to me fair enough <laughs> would it make it better if it was like uh like Braden's like earrings getting caught in something and just like one of the scarves ear off. yeah <laughs> He's going to whip the scarf dramatically around him, and then it's going to yank his earring out. God, I want that to happen now. <laughs> I would love that. So uh, John Henry and Olivia's date, they give each other massages. They and... break the bed. Is that really that embarrassing? 
I didn't think so. I was just like, okay, it happened. Move yeah, on. Like she was freaking out about it. I think it's <laughs> probably like having to say the words we broke the bed, but also as someone like who's been conditioned not to like gain weight, not to be fat and things like that. Mm-hmm. If I were to sit on something and it breaks, immediately I would be like, I'm huge. Yeah. And so okay. it could be like from, you know, from that standpoint as, you know, people, usually it's, you know, feminine people. Yeah. They get conditioned to not gain weight. You have to look a certain size. You have to always embody these like really feminine ideals. And so sitting down on something and having it immediately break. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think yeah. about it from that standpoint. Yeah. That that definitely makes it make a lot more sense. I mean, she's tiny. But yeah, <laughs> there's like, there's no reason for it to break. But, yeah. Which that honestly may have been something that they staged too. I was thinking that like they probably just didn't set the bed up right. So when you sat on it, like it would just like click into place or something. Yeah. Because she didn't like fall on the floor. No, like, it just like it like just that. like went lowered yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, oh, they probably, you know, like when you do the folding tables and like maybe you don't kick the legs out all the way yeah. and then you like put something on top of it and it kind of like clicks into it place. It buckles a little bit. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these people in the show are just vastly immature and so they're making huge deals about things that like in real life I'd just be like, yeah, walk it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the most part they're all like early to mid-20s except for like some of the guys. Like, oh, yeah, I think the oldest one is like 33, I think. I feel old. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> That's why I like Love is Blind. It's a bunch of idiot people looking for love in their late 30s. And I'm yeah. just like, I can identify with this. Yeah. I think Olivia's like 24. So I Your guess. Your brain's not fully developed. Yeah. Come on now. And you're looking to get married? Yeah. Oy. Yeah, it's it's a problematic show. <laughs> this is how you end up divorced? Yeah. Really young. <laughs> I feel like I'm John Henry in personality. <laughs> I I can't say you are because you're so outgoing, but I'm like, of course you're outgoing with me. We're besties. Yeah. But like may, maybe to other people, I, don't, I feel like maybe me and you come off to other people like really quiet and, you know, we're haters. Yeah. Which is <laughs> kind of accurate. Yeah. It's not wrong. But you have I to mean, be a hater nice. if you're with me. If you're my friend, you have to be a hater. Yeah. I can't be a chismosa with you if you're like, oh, I'm everybody's friend. Bitch, take oh. my side on everything. Yeah. That's what friends are for. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Even if I'm wrong, fucking take my side. Exactly. You <laughs> can tell me in privately I'm wrong, but you better say I am 100% correct in front of all of these people. Exactly. It's the only way to have a friendship. Like, if if we had the whole cicada chichata uh, discussion, like, around people, I would have been like, you know what? You're right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And this is how you have toxic friendships. <laughs> and then we leave and I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? How dare you embarrass? <laughs> so so me and my babies that are in the new classroom, mm-hmm. it's just these two babies and we're in a brand new classroom with like, you know, there's eight in a whole classroom. So it's just the two of us and then me and they keep misbehaving and I'm bending down. I'm like, stop it. You're embarrassing me. They're going to think I didn't teach you anything. Why are you waking up during nap time? And I'm like, co-teacher's just like, why do you keep saying that? I was like, because they're making me look bad. They know how to sit at the table. They're just not doing it. So yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting from us. Like, why yeah. would you embarrass me in front of everyone right now? So John B. also came onto the beach. And then a who was oh that was the circumcised guy yes okay <laughs> or uncircumcised and there you go he yeah because he it adds inches I'm every like, inch Sir. counts 
I mean, oof. So he kind of interrupted the whole, like, Eliza and Aaron B. relationship, which uh, Aaron B. was, like, the the only, like, really black guy on the show. <laughs> that narrowed it down a lot. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and then Eliza was, like, the one black girl on the show. Well, Kylie's... I think Kylie might be black. I'm not entirely sure. She's mixed in... What is it? Mixed ancestry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, John B. comes on, kind of interrupts Eliza and Aaron B. I feel like Eliza kind of handled it better than a lot of other people. Like, mm-hmm. she just kind of, like, immediately, like, went and talked to him. And was like, you know, what do you think about this and stuff like that? And he's like... You know, she was... Kind of don't mature. want it to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of don't want you to, but I mean, if that's what you're gonna do, like that's what you're gonna do. And she's like, okay. And then she goes and has the date with him. I, I believe they didn't really focus on it. <laughs> I, I didn't focus on it to be honest. A lot yeah. of these people are really forgettable. I, I didn't write anything else about it. So <laughs> see, I only remember that guy because he made that horrible joke about being circumcised, and no one else in that group laughed. And I was like, yeah, yeah bro, that's not where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't, because that that was with the whole like truth box thing, right? Yeah, it was like raise your hand if you're uncircumcised or something. Yeah, like and that. he he he's like I Which, am, and I was like that that had to have been like a studio feed, like someone wrote that and put that in there. That's not like on the show. What the question? <laughs> yeah, because like, oh yeah, definitely. But his response was like totally bro. Yeah, unless it was him, like he threw it in there just so he could do that, so he could show off that yeah. he's not circumcised. Yeah. <laughs> Bragging rights, I guess. I, don't know. <laughs> I really wanted Olivia to pick John Henry. Like, Me too. I really hope they'd become something. Although I don't understand how everybody gets so attached so quickly on this show. <laughs> so it's called abandonment issues, Tyler. They just find a whole bunch of people with the same issues and throw them there. Fair enough. I mean, I'm I'm someone who like you know gets attached quickly and stuff like that but it's not a few hours after meeting somebody where i'm like i'm ready to be engaged to this person so embarrassing (laughs) little story about myself for background so it kind of makes me look a little less bad um when i was 13 i dated this my very first boyfriend justin he's a horrible human being now but he wasn't when i was 13 and you know when you're in puppy love you're gonna get married you're gonna have kids and then i went to high school and found out i was pretty so bye justin um fast forward like 20 well not 20 years i'm not that old but um you know like you know 10 years reconnect two months in two not even two months oh my god two weeks in we're planning christmas shopping because this was around the holidays you know it was that kind of vibe yeah um we're we're gonna go christmas shopping and he's saying he loves me and we're reconnected and it went like zero to 100 really fast and i was all on board like pete davidson ariana grande whirlwind (laughs) romance that's that's how manic i was and then i forgot what he did but it was a giant red flag and i was just like ooh, gotta get out of this really fast do you remember oh Um. i remember we were going to go Christmas shopping mm-hmm. and he wanted to stop in the middle of our day so he could go to his house and meet his ex-girlfriend so she could say goodbye to the dogs that they had together before she went out of town for the holidays. That's what it was. I remember that. Yeah. And I, was first, I was like, first of all, this girl has dreadlocks and she's white. So <laughs> jot that down. Um, second of all, I'm not inter- interrupting my day. We've planned this for like a week. So yeah. we're not interrupting my day. Yeah. 
And he wouldn't accept that. <laughs> he said, if I loved him, I would stop everything to do what he needed to get done. And I was like, yeah, then I guess I don't <laughs> love you, bitch. So, you know, that ended that. But I, you know, with that anecdote, I can fully understand how these people want to get married within two hours of knowing someone. Yeah, but that because, was also someone like, I mean, granted, it was quite a while in between but i mean it was someone you had a history with like you, yeah I you mean, know that who they are look to some extent bad. yeah but also of course someone would love bomb me why wouldn't you fall in love with me within two hours fair enough so you know <laughs> so you're applying next season right <laughs> oh, definitely definitely i'll be on the golden bachelor look laura and stephanie are already like we're gonna sign you up for every dating show do love is blind and i will wholeheartedly uh, support you and watch it me and emily will watch it and i know you will doesn't mean i want to do it <laughs> i mean who knows i think i started the first season of that and i gave up it's very quickly so good <laughs> the cheese smith it's amazing it's just oh man so much awkwardness everything can go wrong <laughs> Ugh, i love it i yep. love drama that's not involved with me you'd have to talk to Laura and Stephanie about that because I know nothing about it. <laughs> Brayden was definitely scheming as soon as they brought out that truth box. Like <laughs> they cut to his face and he just like had these eyes like, oh, I'm going to do some fucking damage with this. <laughs> Bro schemed the whole episode. Like yeah. he was playing the long game with that girl where like he messed up that relationship and he was like, I'm just doing it so you know the truth or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> he made it seem like he was being her friend. And then towards the end, they were like hooking up. And I was like, bro, played the long game. This is why I don't trust men. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it was Sean and Jess. No. Okay. Never mind. I got my notes confused there for a second. It was, uh, it was Rachel. That's who he we went and talked ah, to. Ah, yeah. There. But just before that, you had Sean like awkwardly walking into that conversation with uh, Jess and I, th I think it was Aaron S where like <laughs> he just got the idea of like, oh, I'm going to go talk to her. And like, she's like deep in this conversation with him. Oh, I remember you <laughs> He just that. like comes up and just stands there and good like 30 seconds before you... he's like, can I, can I talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> God, like that was so fucking cringe <laughs> but she gets back at him by uh making him want to <laughs> walk right into the ocean because <laughs> she pulled him aside how no one ends up in the ocean in the show is beyond me how will hasn't ended up in the ocean <laughs> like everything's so cringy uh, i would be embarrassed for myself yeah and immediately unalive myself via water yeah <laughs> same but yeah like uh he pulls just aside they go and talk and he's basically saying, like, you know, like I kind of want to see where like this goes and stuff. And she's like, oh. <laughs> um, she's like, look, I I love you, like, as a friend. <laughs> and he just goes. <laughs> I'm like, just get to walking, Sean. <laughs> also, how do people not end up murdered on this show? There's a lot of women telling men no. And somehow the men haven't murdered them like statistically yeah <laughs> that is a anomaly yeah there's a there's a lot of toxic masculinity going around here and oh, somehow yeah. as far as i know because i feel like laura or somebody would have brought it up by now <laughs> like nothing crazy like that has happened like i don't know it's can't say the same for love is blind this season there was a sexual assault charge brought against someone who it is I have no idea because I haven't watched the new season, even though someone from Ugh. my high school's on it. But 
Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> saying it. It's only a matter of time for someone ends up murdered on one of these dating shows. All you got to do is say no to a man, and your life is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get classic Braden back, which. I mean, mm-hmm. you have an idea of classic Braden now, but you didn't put up with him for almost a full season of The Bachelorette because Charity kept making very poor decisions. But uh, yeah, he was basically doing the same exact thing as he was doing here, just kind of telling Charity like one thing whenever he's like on solo dates with her, and then oh. he'd go back to the guys and start saying other things. And you then... got a safe face for the guys because you know yeah. he's not getting <laughs> laid, so he has to. Make exactly. up for it another way. And then uh, Aaron B., who's somehow like one of his best friends now, he would be the one that would like just constantly go and tell Charity, like, hey, this is what Braden's saying. Like, I don't think you know who you're really like talking to and stuff like that. I can change him. <laughs> Let me fix it. It was very much that vibe. Oh, God, <laughs> but, like, sweetie. She pulled him aside like two or three times throughout the season, had the same exact conversation with them. And, like, <laughs> he eventually, like, he was so bothered by the fact that she was, like, dating other people, even though that's kind wow, of the whole that's fucking the whole point show. of the show. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> she, she was even like, do you not know what you signed up for? <laughs> but the dude was so hurt by this that he just kind of left the house and then came back later in the episode to try to work things out. They let you do that? You just gonna storm I mean, off and quit the show and then be like, JK, here they, I am again. They let him do it for some reason, probably because it's just he's good drama. Like he's good television. Oh, it's gonna be like because he's a white guy? I mean Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he he came back and like she was in the middle of like a like one on one date with a dude and like they had just, just gonna crash this date. <laughs> they just started like making out. And he walks in, and the camera oh like God. pans back. <laughs> He's just standing there staring. You need to do the the knife noise from Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he he just stood there for like fifteen seconds before like some like they finally stopped, and How she just awkward. happened to like look back, and she's like, "Oh, like what what are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> like I, I told you this where I was like I feel awkward just watching two people make out yeah. and you're just there like twiddling your thumbs imagine doing that in person yeah. I'm just gonna sit here until you notice me that was another thing that he had a, an issue with because um, there's one episode like they they did this in front of a whole like live audience on top of like the people watching at home Ooh. stuff like that but um her and like one of the other guys on the show like went for like the longest kiss in bachelor history or something like that and so they were just going at it for like i think it was like five minutes and the record was three (laughs) you could have cut it at four minutes yeah and like this brayden wasn't even there like to see it like he was he got like a solo date so he wasn't part of like the group date that this all happened on wait they do group dates yeah so i'm just gonna date 10 people all at it's, one time. I mean, it's not like a romantic date. Like, it's usually just I mean, there's no that, way they could make it romantic. Yeah, it's it's usually just something, like, stupid or fun. Like, uh, one of the things that they did was they had, like, a whole, like, Barbie tie-in for uh, oh, the one Barbie of the movie. And so each of them dressed up as, like, a different Ken. <laughs> and they did, like, a fashion show, like, talent show kind of thing. I wish I could support this because it sounds really cute, but... <laughs> 
I just, in my soul, I'm just like, ew. I'll I'll just find you clips of it. And Thank send you. It to you. I don't want to. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> but yeah, that th- that's what I mean by like a group date. Just something stupid like that for television. But I don't even remember what the whole point of the group date they were on was. I just remember it ended with that. What's the point of a group date at all? I mean, aside from you know television, like that's really all it is. <laughs> like. One dude's going to stand out in the Barbie runway and be like, that's my future man. Yeah, uh, that's I also kind of how it happens. Oy. Yeah, Brayden wasn't even there. and like, <laughs> Did he storm out of the house? Is that why he Close? wasn't there? No. He, oh, he had the, he had yeah, the solo yeah, sorry, sorry. And so like, they all come back and they're all just like hanging out and stuff like that and talking. And like one of the guys is like, yeah, like they uh, they did this like dare or something like that where they went for like the longest kiss in bachelor yeah. history so we're all just sitting there watching them kiss for five minutes and like the guy wasn't like upset he was just like it was weird yeah. <laughs> but like it happened <laughs> and like it cuts to Braden. he's just like <sighs> like he was so fucking upset for something he didn't even see <laughs> My God. like he's that kind of guy <laughs> like he's oh. he's so fucking immature that's more than immature friend that's toxic yeah. <laughs> and they let him back on the show? I mean, I mean, I understand. He didn't, like, come back and compete. Like, he was just, he tried to work things out and, like, talk to her for a little bit. And then she's just like, but that's like no, a... like, you're you're not meant for this. <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, television value. But, like, all of this is a red flag for a serial killer for me. So, yeah, I'd no. be, like, concerned <laughs> for her safety. Why would we let this man back? Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, luckily now he's always on camera so i don't think he has a chance to actually kill anybody hey have you seen there's a law and order svu where that happens (laughs) (laughs) and like it sounds like i just made it up but i swear to god i didn't they were as many episodes as there are i i completely believe you. i just remember they're like filming a reality tv show in a house and it's like you know the same concept i have seen yeah yeah i remember that one now Uh, so they were all huddled together at one point, and Jesse Palmer shows up just to like talk to them and stuff like that, and says that Sam still hasn't taken a shit. <laughs> and I'm like, she's been gone for like the past ninety minutes now. I was like, I, I forgot about this girl. <laughs> just came back to remind us that I, she cannot take a that, shit. That needs to be the last fucking update, or else I'm just gonna stop watching this show and I'll let Laura and Stephanie talk about it. They're gonna give us an <laughs> update in the grand finale that she finally took a shit after it was removed from her via surgery. Probably thoughts and prayers, y'all. <laughs> like that—that that was the whole thing. Was like, if it doesn't happen by this time or whatever, like we're gonna have to do something. <laughs> yeah. So my cousin, she wouldn't want me saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyways because we don't talk. So apparently when you're like really impacted, they either, they have two options. They can put a tube up your ass Mm -hmm. and get everything out that way. Or if you're like, no, not my butt, (laughs) then you get a tube shoved. I don't know if it's up your nose and then down or it's like Uh. it's shoved via mouth area and put all the way down and then they take all the shit out that way. And I don't know which is worse because if it's through my ass, at least that's where it's supposed to come out. Yeah, I if it's think coming out my nose or something, <laughs> I don't know. Would I smell that? Would I taste that? I have to see it. Don't want to. But that happened to my cousin, and she did not want the ass option. You would you would hope that they'd like put you under for that. They don't. Uh, yeah. In that case, I'm definitely going ass. Yeah. 
<laughs> Me too. I don't want to see it, and at least I can pretend it's not happening because I don't have to look at anyone. Yeah. But if it's like coming out your mouth and you got to face cold hard truth that you can't take a shit. Yeah. And the doctors had to intervene. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm in my 30s now, anyways. Like, I'm getting to the point where, like, it's just going to be a thing that anytime I go to a doctor, they're just like, yep, time to put my finger in your ass just to make sure you don't have fucking colon cancer or. Let me tell you, my dad was not excited Prostate about that. Cancer. That's what it is. That evolution of his life. <laughs> Knowing your dad, I, I can imagine not. <laughs> I mean, he's not as liberated as us. We're like, yeah, orgasms live in a dude's asshole. Maybe take a look there. I was going to say, did he come around afterwards? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not my dad's vibe, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I hope gonna he be doesn't funny. listen like, he comes to this. Back and he's just like, wasn't too bad. <laughs> New experience. <laughs> Can't look at my doctor ever again. <laughs> uh, so, Aaron S. just turned a villain. I loved it. <laughs> it was the best part of this episode. <laughs> I mean, I can get behind the vibe. Let's cut the shit and get to the cheese man. Exactly. Just fucking grabs the box, throws it against the fucking rocks and breaks it. Yeah. And their little fake bartender guys is kind of like, hey, I made that. And That's how you know a manic episode has just started. I mean, <laughs> just take this and smash it on the ground. <laughs> he was just so fucking annoyed by like all the stupid shit that the guy was reading. Yeah, because I mean, the questions were dumb. I mean, that's when the whole like, oh, raise your hand if you're circumcised. Like, <laughs> we get it. You want to be funny. Yeah. But <sighs> this is very bro culture and. I was sick of it. I was glad he intervened. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want all the drama. Give me the cheesement so I can invest my time wisely. It it was such villain energy, though, because he's so calm about it. He's just like, I kind of don't like these questions you're asking. Like, let's let's get to the real stuff and just comes and takes the box. He's like, I think I'm going to open this. Just tosses it to the fucking ground. And then I love, he's like, I'm not going to read those. He's like, I'll read them then. <laughs> he's just like, I started this, might as well finish it. Yep. <laughs> I want to know his horoscope so badly. I'll, I'll try to find something for you so you can just read him to shreds or whatever you do. <laughs> I just want to know. Like, it's, I don't know. Skipping off, <laughs> he might be Aries. I'm going to find out now. Thank you. Because like, I kind of want to say Scorpio because they hold on to grudges. But I feel like it's too loud for Scorpio. I mean, I don't. I was about to say yeah, but I don't fucking know. <laughs> you refuse to believe your horoscope for the longest time. I, so. I mean, I believe mine. Well, you really, it doesn't match who I am. Uh, April 30th. Oh, he's a Taurus. Okay, <laughs> that, I can kind of see that. Yeah. I wonder what his rising and his moon are. I can only give you his birthday. It doesn't give you the exact time or anything like that. Well, so what you can, <laughs> I, and I do this a lot with like celebrity couples because I'm like, I wonder how compatible they are. You can like put like their name and birth chart. Mm -hmm. So I so I just watched um, Beckham, the documentary, and I was like, him and Victoria Beckham, hmm, I don't know. This seems a little weird. Mr. Posh Spice, how are you? <laughs> handling this how, how did you get her because she's posh spice yeah and i looked at their horoscopes and i was just like david beckham birth chart and i know all his risings and everything that dude is 100 percent like taurus like all over the place whereas victoria beckham posh spice the queen is an aries and we stand her let's see aaron schwartzman birth chart let's see what comes up 
Maybe he's just not famous enough for it. You would think so, but there's bachelor, people like me. Bachelor who, Nation is crazy. So and there's people like me who just thrive off astrology. Uh, Allfamous.org astrology birth chart of Aaron, oh, that's Aaron Schwartz, not the same guy. Sounded the same. <laughs> oh, there's the zodiac signs of Bachelorette season twenty cast. Oh wow! See, there are people like but me out it's there. It's just the. Oh, you need signs. a whole birth chart to know who the person is, because the moon controls your emotions. Your rising is how you appear to the world. Your sun sign is your ego. And there's just yeah. Okay, he's he's not that famous though. Yeah, you gotta be <laughs> you gotta be David Beckham famous yeah. to get a birth chart. Yeah, <laughs> Braden's a fucking snake. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like spotted that two seconds uh, in. It was the scarf that did it. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, all that shit with uh, was it Rachel still? Yes. Yeah, I believe it was Rachel. Yeah, because he ended up with her at the end. Yeah, like he he totally stuffed that fucking box to say like they should make out. Oh, That's y- yeah, exactly you something he know would do. he did. Uh. And the fucking Mensa over there was just like, ah, let's go along with it. It's <laughs> like this dude just fucked your your relationship up with the other guy. He was playing the long game. Yeah. And no one else saw it. Oh, uh, God, so fucking, so fucking stupid. Last note I really have is cat sucks. I know you. You're kind of taking her side just because this Cause is all I don't you've seen trust. Of her. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> trust men. So like, they're little sob stories about she blindsided me. I'm like, no, there's probably a good chance she told you several times this wasn't serious or something like that, and you just think you're so amazing that you just didn't listen to it. Oh, I don't need to change. Oh, I don't need to regard these concerns that she has. Yeah, I'm me. Yeah. And then she finally leaves you, and you're like, oh, where did this come from? Because yeah. this is how. It always happens when girls dump guys. Yep. And, and that's that's all very fair points, which is why I'm not like saying you're wrong or anything like that. Like it's I'm gonna be like very this, upset this whenever I find out. Her. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna be very <laughs> upset when I find out later she's a horrible human being. Where was she on January sixth? I'm not gonna tell you to go back and watch Zach's season of The Bachelor because it was I don't it was have that much time season. in my yeah. life. And but I mean I I can't remember what it is about her i don't like i just remember there's something about her on that season that i was just I like mean, oh, i don't like you i saw i got a sneak <laughs> peek of her anger that oh that God. ending rant it's uh, my birthday yeah, throwing a whole cake in the ocean which <laughs> you still haven't watched like vanderpump rules or anything like that right nope so there's one girl like in like the earlier seasons and stuff uh named stassi and <laughs> Every year, she made the biggest fucking deal about her birthday and stuff like that. You mean her birth month? No, just her birthday. Oh, I do a birth month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In my defense, though, all my friends are Aries, so it literally was like a month of birthdays. Like, yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it was Emily one week, me the other week, Gina the last week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> birth month. Yeah, but no, like she, she just make the biggest fucking deal about her birthday every fucking season, and of course, because it's a reality show. Something Drama. always happens on her birthday. <laughs> there's Pobrecita. there's one like iconic moment <laughs> where uh, she basically had like a like a haunted house birthday party kind of thing. Is she a Scorpio? When's her birthday? Halloween? No, you don't have to look it up. Yeah. I was just like, I was just like Halloween, no, like it, haunted house. She's a Scorpio. I don't think it's anywhere near Halloween. Wow! So she just decided midsummer we're gonna have a spooky haunted house yeah. for my well, birthday. She, she's a big like horror fan, oh, so that's okay. kind of well, where it came from. 
I guess. But like, so she's like, she's like in like zombie makeup and stuff like that. Like, it's people with a production bu- budget given her a birthday, so she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Rents out this big place and stuff like that. Okay, I would <laughs> and, do the uh, same to be honest. Yeah, same. She ends up like getting into a like a fight with like a couple of her friends or something like that, and I. I want to say she was like already wasted by like like the time we get to this point. (laughs) (laughs) So like she gets to this fight, like gets up off the couch, just like starts like walking away. Like she turns around, full zombie makeup, like I said, just goes, it's my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's the vibes for next episode of bachelor in paradise. And I, I don't know how, how I feel about it. (laughs) It was just like uh, circling back to cat. Yeah. It was just like her screaming at the camera and then like people just like turning like, what's going on over there? <laughs> I can relate to that because I'm the person screaming a lot of the time and people are like, well, what is wrong with you, woman? And I'm just like, I got a lot going on. In your defense, it's also because you can't hear too. So This is true. I can't hear. Usually nothing's going on. You're just talking. Yeah. And then I have like teacher voice. So... Like when you're in a class, like if you were to see me in my classroom, mm-hmm. my voice is loud and I have to talk loud all the time because these tiny humans don't listen. Yeah. The amount of times that I say, don't put that in your mouth or we sit down or the food stays on your plate. <laughs> like that's all day, all day I'm doing that. Um, so my voice is like super loud, even though there's only eight children. Yeah. And then I come home and I'm just like, I don't talk at all. But, like, my teacher voice is, like, loud as fuck. Eight children screaming, though. That can be... So you eventually (laughs) get into this, like, trance where it's, like, it's all just white noise around you and you're just focusing on what you have to do. Yeah. Now... I mean, you sent me the Snapchat videos. I've I've seen Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I usually... I'm pretty good about tuning it out until, like, someone bites me. Then I'm just like, you need to stop. It's a good time to focus back in. Yeah. (laughs) Because, man fucking hurts but i'd rather them bite me than other children because at least i can get workers comp and i like if they break skin i'm definitely leaving yeah um if they bite another child i get in trouble that child screaming and i get a parent yelling at me later so you know just go ahead bite me i'm a teether yeah Mm, you get paid for it at least so yeah but yeah circling (laughs) back around to cats (laughs) (laughs) honestly this is just like a typical episode anyways like we get sidetracked very very easily. Oh, yes. ADD's kicking and ass. they did two episodes without me to like to train steer. them in. <laughs> so, yeah. Talk about Bachelor in Paradise. End up talking about Communist Manifesto. Yeah. Seizing the means of production. How this correlated. Who knows? The first episode I was gone for, they, um, they didn't even talk about reality TV at all. They talked about some podcast that uh, Laura listened to about like some people going missing somewhere i that doesn't narrow it down at yeah all. i i don't even but laura when you hear this i want to know that podcast i i have it still i can get it for you thank you but uh yeah so like like i said tangents perfectly fine but anyways rolling back around the cat <laughs> so yeah so i identify with her because as the loud bitch myself mm-hmm. i can sympathize like yes sweetie yell it out because <laughs> if you don't you're going to hurt someone. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. That's pretty much all I got on the episode. Really, like, last two notes are just from the preview. I put, oh, oh my God, it's Kat's birthday. And then I put eye roll. 
<laughs> um, and then I, I said I don't feel bad for her, but again. I don't know. As someone who <laughs> cries on their birthday pretty frequently, I feel bad because no one should cry on your birthday. Yeah. But also don't cry over these men because they're they're fucking trash. They're yeah. literally trash. There's a good chance all of these women are too good for them and they're too stupid to realize it. Yeah. Cry over real reasons. Like, you know, your parents both have COVID and they didn't give your diabetic dad something to uh, counteract the steroids that they gave him. So you thought he was genuinely going to die on your birthday. That yeah. happened to you? Mm-hmm. 2020. Fun year. <laughs> I remember them getting COVID. Yeah, no, I thought my dad was going to die on my on my birthday. God. Yep. That he, was uh, just a peek into adulthood, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, I like he got to the hospital and was like stable, but like we weren't completely sure where it was going. So I went and got myself like a big fucking steak and a cake. <laughs> like, yeah, my, my mom gave me money <laughs> to Aww. go buy me a cake. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sad day. <laughs> go have some fun. <laughs> and so like I, I bought a big old steak and a big old cake. And I'm like, I'm going to eat both of these things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to pass out. And I'm just going to forget about everything. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how I do my birthday. This last year was kind of just ended up being an anomaly with my feral maiden spring birthday brunch <laughs> that was fun though that was fun very midsummer with uh yeah i was gonna say with our little midsummer uh table decoration over here <laughs> yeah so since y'all can't see i'll describe um i have this tower of flowers and then when you turn it there's like a little bear in the middle of it and so for those of you who've seen midsummer of course you know the iconic scene where florence Pugh is just smiling oddly and then has the flowers all over her and she's almost kind of crying too (laughs) we recreated that well i didn't my friend leslie who owns um like antique stores and stuff she's really crafty yeah she actually um a lot of the time collects dead animals (laughs) to use their bones for stuff okay i mean Sounds very weird now that I said it out loud, but I mean, it's she's, she it, uses it's more common than you think. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those people. Yeah, Something's I'm dead. Either. I'm not going near it. Yeah, but um, yeah, she made the tower, and then she also got a stuffed. I don't. I think it's a kangaroo. It's supposed to be the bear though, and um, in its mouth it has like a little white animal. So it's like it's eating another animal. And then her son helped her make that too. Shout out Lionel. Nice. <laughs> and it has like blood all over it and everything. So the bloody animal is Pele and the tower animal is Danny. Love that. <laughs> They're very well done too. They are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got anything else on Bachelor in Paradise? A um, little upset that they did like made it seem like there was gonna they were gonna give out roses and I was like, Oh, rose time. I've never seen this before, but I've heard so much about it. And yeah. then they were like, No, we're going to this shitty box. Yep. I as I was like taking notes while I was watching it, you can see like that little scratched out <laughs> It says rose ceremony under there. <laughs> yeah and because you had told me like there's oh there's they're not going to do roses this episode yeah. and then they were like talking about there's like i thought you said there wasn't roses and you're like there's not <laughs> i was like oh like i forget what it was like i i think i got up to like go get a drink or something so i paused it real quick like right as soon as i got, wrote that down and i see three minutes and i'm like huh <laughs> like is this just gonna be a very 
eventful episode leading to an uneventful <laughs> rose ceremony? <laughs> like, just going to skip all the drama at the end all of a sudden? Wait, so <laughs> do rose ceremonies, like, take up the whole episode? Or, no, or are they, like, really short and just tense-filled? It's a tense build. Um, like, I'm picturing Flavor of Love type. Pro- like, yeah, it's basically around there. Okay. Because it's like... Um, Without the I'd say maybe fun like the last, of Flavor Flav. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's like the last like five or ten minutes or so. And oh. like, they're all just standing there. And, you know, he has like a good pause in between each rose. But like before he's saying names and it'll cut to like their that. like talking head things and stuff like that. But as someone who really just wants everything to happen, that yeah. sounds <laughs> like a special place in hell for me. Yeah, you're you're telling me. <laughs> oh God! And y'all watch this for fun? Well, maybe not you, no. but like Laura and your other friend watch it for fun. Yeah, they're. they're I'm sorry, other it. friend. I forgot your name. I'm Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> I'm a. I like some of the moments. I'm not a big fan of like the rose ceremony stuff, but there are like there are some like, like iconic ones that I've been told about. Like Laura literally calls one like. The rose ceremony from hell, where like oh. it's like a, it's like a final three kind of thing or something like that. that. Sounds amazing. But yeah, shit goes down. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I would love to see. Yeah, that was. I mean, will I watch Bachelor in Paradise again? Not unless you make me. Sounds good. Um, I don't think I'll be alone anytime soon for this, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't anticipate like making you watch another episode yeah. <laughs> i mean do i want to know what happens to cat though yeah so i'm probably gonna be asking you like what happens did she get a rose i'll fill you in uh, john henry <laughs> does he does he get a rose I'm a, i mean like the the standouts i'll be like i wonder what happened to them yeah <laughs> um but for all the other bland white guys on that show i'm just like no nah, not invested yeah the, give me the variety and the yeah and <laughs> yeah give me variety and give me drama yeah I'll definitely keep you updated on some of them. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to say to the listeners, however many there are at this point? Um, <laughs> no, I mean. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for helping me with this and watching a bad show with me and eating pizza and drinking. I mean, this was the highlight of my week. So. All right, awesome. Yeah. Glad to hear it. <laughs> All right, thank you, Robin. <laughs> Hey guys, it's a future slash past Tyler again. Uh, I forgot to end the episode the way that we normally do. So um, I just wanted to let y'all know to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. All of those are at Hot Garbage Pod. And um, as always, stay trashy. (laughs) 